Happy Wednesday, and welcome to another episode of Speed Run, the show where we bring you the video game news of the day in 10 minutes or less. Today's October 27th, 2021. I'm your host, Stephen Weber, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about Blizzard canceling this year's BlizzCon Online, Niantic's Pikmin game coming out this week, the announcement of a game based on A Quiet Place coming next year, and Returnal receiving a major update. So let's get right into it. Our first news story that is that this year's BlizzCon line has been canceled. This comes from Stephanie Nunnally at VG247. Blizzard has announced it has canceled this year's BlizzCon line, which was set to take place in February. According to the developer, it has decided to, quote, take a step back and pause on planning the event, going on to say it was a tough decision, but the right one to make. The reason slated for the cancellation is that Blizzard wants to put its energy towards supporting its teams and progressing development of its games and experiences. It was also stated that the company will use this time to, quote, reimagine what a BlizzCon event of the future could look like. Quote, whatever the event looks like in the future, we need to ensure that it feels as safe, welcoming, and inclusive as possible, said the company in a notice. Quote, we're committed to continual communication with our players, and we see BlizzCon playing a big role in that going forward. We're excited about what we'll do with the event when we revisit it in the future. Despite not holding BlizzCon line in February, Blizzard said it will still be making announcements and updates for its games. Quote, we're proud of our teams and the progress they've made across our games. The announcement continued, we have a lot of exciting upcoming news and releases to share with you. You'll continue hearing about those through our franchise channels with the talented people on the BlizzCon team playing a part in supporting these efforts. Considering the present climate at Activision Blizzard, this news should come as no surprise. So I think it's pretty clear, and the article mentions it, that BlizzCon's really canceled in large part due to the ongoing issues at Activision Blizzard and the allegations that have come out over the last few months. If you're not caught up to speed on that, I'll link a roundup in the podcast description, but we've talked a lot about it a lot on the show, so I won't rehash it again. But a lot of those allegations occurred at BlizzCon or surrounding the event in the past, so I think it makes sense for them to cancel this year's event, potentially cancel the event as a whole going forward, and bring back something new, a new community event that doesn't have all of that weight on it that is a safe space for the members of the community to come together and enjoy Blizzard's properties and for the people that are staying at the company trying to make it a better place and enact change to be able to make announcements without kind of that history involved as well. I'm interested to see how they handle that in the years going forward but as for now this year's event is canceled. Our second new story that is that Nintendo and Niantic's Pikmin game is coming out this week. This comes from Ana Diaz at Polygon. Pikmin Bloom, a new augmented reality app from Nintendo and Pokemon Go creator Niantic, is coming to mobile devices starting Tuesday. The new app will be released in Australia and Singapore first and will roll out globally over the coming days on Apple's App Store and the Google Play Store, according to a news release. It'll be available to download for free. Quote, for both me and everyone at Niantic, helping this app to take shape has been a new experience and lots of fun, Shigeru Miyamoto said in any new trailer for the game. My hope is that everyone will be able to create lasting memories together with Pikmin. The app uses real-world augmented reality technology to bring the colorful insect-like mascots called Pikmin to your daily walk. By doing this, it aims to spice up banal commutes like going to the park or to the grocery store by allowing you to interact with your Pikmin. The mainline Pikmin games for consoles are a series of strategy games where you grow and command groups of Pikmin as if they were an army. This app takes a more peaceful approach and doesn't want to involve fighting other creatures. In Pikmin Bloom, you plant Pikmin, which grow automatically as you walk, and then you pluck them. The more you walk, the more Pikmin friends you can make. 
Walking with your Pikmin also leaves a trail of blooming flowers and gives your Pikmin the chance to collect items. There are no new Pikmin in this game, but they will collect outfits that they can wear. As they collect specific items like fruit, you can use it to feed your Pikmin. Feeding them will then cause flowers to bloom on their heads that you can use to plant even more flowers on your walk, allowing you and others to plant virtual gardens all throughout your city. Even though you can team up with other trainers in Pokemon Go, that app is still a competitive game where you fight to take gyms for your team. Pikmin Blooms won't have you picking any teams and aims to be more collaborative. Throughout the game, you plant gardens with others and take on challenges with the players that will help you win rewards. Pikmin Bloom is trying to be more about celebrating mundane memories. A key part of the game will be a journal that allows you to reflect on your day. So each day, the app will allow you to count your steps and will generate a journal entry that gives you the option to add photos and create a little entry. So I like that they're taking the walking aspects and kind of that progression from Pokemon Go and turning it into more of a mindfulness exercise for your daily walk to think more about where you're headed, the impact you'll leave behind as you go, and adding more of that, like I said, mindfulness to it, creating journal entries even for mundane memories, as the article mentions. I think it's a really nice idea. I don't really understand quite how the long-term impact on the environment's going to go with planting flowers as you walk. Our major city is going to be planted within a few days and then just permanently like that will it go away will you overlap others i don't really get that part i'm not sure how much the app will really catch on but i love the concept that they're trying to go for here in in making it not a competitive thing but rather something that beautifies your world as you walk our third new story of the day is that a game based on the a quiet place movies is coming next year this comes from matt perslow at ign a video game based on A Quiet Place is currently in development and due for release in 2022. The game is being created by Saber Interactive, Illogica, and Epitome, and is said to be an untold story of survival in the A Quiet Place universe, suggesting this will not follow the events of the acclaimed horror movies from John Krasinski. Quote, this first official video game set in the terrifying A Quiet Place universe will deliver an original story and gameplay that captures the compelling suspense, emotion, and drama for which the series is famous, said a statement from Saber Interactive. The game is in development by Illagika, the Montreal-based studio with veteran talent from the Rainbow Six and Far Cry franchises, and published by Saber Interactive, the Embracer Group company behind the hit game World War Z and the upcoming Evil Dead The Game. An official website is already live, but provides nothing beyond a logo and a promise that the game is coming next year. This just feels like a really weird announcement to me. It seems like something they could have put in an event like tomorrow's State of Play focused on third-party games or really any other major event. Dropped a trailer and at the very end, everyone's asking, oh, what is this? And A Quiet Place shows up, the title card, and everyone gets really excited about it. You know, horror games traditionally have had a lot of that stealth aspect. You gotta be quiet to avoid certain enemies. And so putting that into a movie that's all about that could be fantastic. I'm really excited about it, but I'm a little wary because of the way they're announcing it and kind of the track record here the developer it could just kind of be a throwaway licensing game and i really hope it's not because i think there's a lot of potential here but our fourth and final news story of the day is that returnal has received an update with some much requested features this comes from shame gartenberg at the verge Returnal's 2.0 update is out today, bringing two of the most requested features for Housemark's punishingly difficult sci-fi roguelike, the option to suspend the game in the middle of a run without losing progress, and a photo mode for capturing all of Atropa's most stunning visuals. The lack of a suspend mode has been one of the biggest knocks against the otherwise well-received title. An average run in Returnal can easily take upward of 45 minutes and had to be completed in a single session. Players were unable to close out Returnal and come back to a run later, and if the console was accidentally shut down or lost power, you'd lose all your hard-won progress. 
The new suspend cycle mode aims to fix that. It's not a traditional save mode, you won't be able to save scum your way out of poorly made decisions or bad luck, but it will let players create a single suspension point, exit the game, and return to the moment they left. There are some limitations too. You won't be able to create a suspend point during boss fights, cinematics, any of Returnal's first person sequences, or when players are deep in combat. But even with those caveats, it's a much needed addition to the game. As Housemark game director Harry Kruger explains, quote, With this approach, we can keep the roguelike spirit and high stakes commitment to your run intact, while still providing some quality of life convenience for players who like to experience Returnal in shorter bursts. Returnal's new update also adds a photo mode, which will let players pause the game at any point, pan around the frozen environment, and snap a picture of the exact moment they want. Returnal's photo mode also offers more advanced options, the ability to adjust things like focal distance, aperture, saturation, and contrast of your shot, swapping out different light sources and, of course, different filters. Returnal's 2.0 update is rolling out today for the PlayStation 5, so by the time you listen, it should be out. It's definitely a much needed update for Returnal. I remember when the original reviews came out, they were knocking it for not having some sort of suspension or save state. Runs can be up to hour, hour and a half, sometimes two hours, I believe. So a lot of people were wanting that, and now it's here, and it was already in a lot of people's Game of the Year conversation. I think it'll be that much more so now, and people can just enjoy this game at their own pace instead of having to really dedicate a whole block of time to playing it. But I think that's an awesome update. The adding the photo mode, just another extra there for people who want to use it. And I think this is a fantastic free update for the game. So those are all the major news stories around video games for the morning of October 27th, 2021. If you like the show, please shoot us a review on your preferred podcasting platform and follow us on Twitter at GlitchPoint or me personally at NerdGuySteve. This has been Speedrun, a GlitchPoint podcast. I'm Steven Weber. Stay safe and hope you have a fantastic rest of your day.